Hi, welcome to Office Hours, a podcast presented by College Fashionista. It's Amy Levin here. This week, I chatted with Jenny Kane, LA-based designer. Jenny has built her successful lifestyle business from the age of 19. We chatted about the nativity of starting a business from a young age and where the fashion industry is heading. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome, Jenny. So let's jump right in. Um, you started Jenny Kane at the age of 19, which is so young. How did you know what you were doing when you launched the brand? I mean, honestly, when I like think back on it now, I, I can't believe I did it. <laughs> I think because I was so young, I was super ambitious. Um, I knew what I wanted to do, and I was fearless because I probably just didn't know better. Um, and I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. So I had been working in Europe. I'd been buying for a store in Los Angeles that bought all of their collections in Europe. So I was there a couple times a year buying these like amazing designers like Gautier and Galliano. And like, it was just a crazy, crazy experience to have. Um, and through my travels, I met um, some pattern makers and, you know, other people in the industry. And so when I decided that I wanted to start my own line, I, I just like, I just made it happen somehow. And I, looking back, I like still don't really understand, but I was producing my collection in Italy and Florence and Milan. I was going there every three months. I was just like, I was hustling and I was hungry and I was young and I had energy. Yeah. And you had kind of observed the process of manufacturing and distribution through, it sounds, your previous job. So you had some idea of what was going on. Yeah, I totally did. I don't feel like I had no idea, but I don't think, I mean, in hindsight, like now that I've been in the business for yeah, so long. now you probably feel like you had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's such a difficult business. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. You know, I commonly feel the same way about launching my company. I started College Fashionista when I was 22, and I feel very similar to you, or sometimes I look back and I'm like, what? Like, how did I do that? How yeah. did I even know what I was doing? I know. So I know that feeling, but I think I think you nailed it. It's when you're young and you're, you know, in your 19, 20, your early 20s, you're so naive, which is the best thing to be, right? Because you don't have that yeah. fear that you have when you are 30 and you have responsibilities and obligations. And um, I think there's no better time in your life to start a business when you're young in that age. I agree. And (laughs) And it forces you to grow up quickly. Yes, definitely. And did you attend college? I went to um, BU first semester for um, costume design. They have, like, an amazing theater program, and I was trying to decide whether I wanted to do costume or fashion, and I quickly learned that I wanted to do fashion. And so I came home, and I went to Otis. Um, So I finished the year at Otis, and then I, I mean, I've always been kind of unconventional, and... I, I think I learned best through experience rather than, you know, sitting in a classroom. So I decided to leave and um, and get a job, which is the job I was describing before. And what would you recommend for students who are kind of thinking if college is the right path or if they should explore their own business or an unconventional? I mean, I think that's a tricky question because now as a mom, like, of course I want my kids to go to college. But I also think that, like, Um, the world has changed so much and there's all these super, super smart kids that have put all of this time and money into, um, their education and they're, they're getting out into the workforce and there's not like that many options for them. So I just kind of feel like it's, it's everyone's own path. Like if you learn best through experience and you have opportunities and you want to work really hard, like 
doing that rather than going to school if you feel like you have like the skills that you need I think is totally fine but if you feel like you don't have those skills then I would 100% go to school and I hire all people from Otis and like amazing art schools and um and I see how strong they are because of you know their background and where they went to school right yeah I guess it's dependent on the person and you kind of have to know yourself and what your abilities are and it's funny because I was recently just honored at Otis at their big gala. Congrats. Um, last year. And I felt like almost like a fraud, <laughs> you know, getting the award. But at the same time, like, I think they were proud that I went there, even if it was for a short time. And um, and most of my employees and designers came from Otis. And I really value Otis and think it's such an amazing school. So it was pretty cool. And everything, I mean, whether you, you know, started, finished, everything that you do has some impact on your, you know, your business and your future career. So um, you, you definitely learned something at, you know, Otis, whether you finished it or not. But that's totally. awesome. Congratulations <laughs> to you. And what growing pains do you think you've experienced along the way growing the Jenny Kane brand? I mean, too many, too many to name, and I can't really think of specifics off the top of my head, but I will just say that, like, when you start your business at a young age, you grow up with it, Um, so whatever you're going through in your life or, um, you know, whatever changes or as much as your, you know, your business is constantly evolving, like, it's in the public eye, so so I feel like people have kind of grown up with me. Um, My life when I was 19 and started my collection is very different than my life now, and I think the clothes and the lifestyle um, reflect that. Um, Part of me feels like that's kind of a kind of a bummer because you'd rather just put your best foot forward all the time and see have people see the best version of you and the other part of me is like that's life and life's not perfect right um and everyone everyone makes mistakes and I mean it's just that's just how you learn that's how you become better at what you do do you feel the Jenny Kane brand has evolved like well I guess you kind of answered that like the Jenny Kane brand has evolved as as you have evolved personally and that's kind of how totally. you continue to change your designs and change the direction? Yeah, I mean, I think when I started my line, I was, like, a lot younger. I was hanging out with tons of musicians, and I was super into fashion, and that's kind of all I really cared about. Um, and and I always wanted to have a lifestyle brand, but it definitely started out as a, as a fashion collection showing, you know, two to four times a year in New York, in, you know, in the hamster wheel of the fashion business. And now it's like, I'm 34, I have two kids, I think um, cooking and decorating your home and setting a beautiful table and entertaining is equally as important and like being a mom and, and living well and all of those details, um, I think are equally important to like what you're wearing and style and fashion. And I think they all kind of coexist and live together. Um, so I think, that clearly has like influenced um, my brand, and you see like the evolution. And that when you walk into the stores, it's like much more lifestyle. There's tabletops, there's decor, there's um, beauty products, and I kind of want to like tell the whole story. Um, and as much as I love fashion, like fashion is not my life, and I right. feel like that's that's a part of it, and that's definitely you know my bread and butter. But um, I just feel like the whole business has changed so much and there's so much competition and there's so many people out there making beautiful things and you have to just really stay true to 
what you believe in and what you think your customer wants. So like I design clothes for the Jenny King girl, not, not to like be cool and, um, <laughs> but your sub, it, be you, on trend. Yeah. But your sub is cool. And you know, I like that you guys are a lifestyle brand and I like that I look at your social media content or I look at rip and tan and it's not, it might not just be to purchase something, but it's to be a part of a piece of content that you're sharing or an image that's inspirational. And, I think that that converts to a consumer more than just like always trying to push product and sell something to to someone. So I like the approach that you take. I think it's really great Thank you. and refreshing. <laughs> and um, you know, as you know, I just turned thirty, and as I'm kind of entering the next phase of my life, like that's the type of brands that I'm more drawn towards. So I, I like what you're doing. So you f- do so much, which is extremely impressive. You're an amazing designer, an entrepreneur, a wife, a mom. You have two kids, right? Yeah, Ripley and Tanner. That's what R- the blog is named right. after. Right. How do you find time to balance all these roles? I mean, that's a constant struggle. I think balance is key to happiness. And if you're not happy, then I think it's difficult to be inspired and create beautiful things. So um, that's definitely something I'm always focused on or struggling with. Um, but I think... I have found some semblance of balance, even though I'm constantly on the run and doing probably four people's jobs. Um, And that, to me, is just like having the best team at home and having an amazing husband and then having the best team at work Um, and really figuring out, like, it got to a point a couple years ago where, like, I was just running around with my head cut off and, and it was, it just, it's, it didn't make me a great mother. It didn't make me a great you know, um, business owner and designer and all of that. So for me, finding out where I'm really value add, where, what I really need to be focusing on at work and at home, like, so that when I'm at work, I'm totally focused and I'm bringing everything to the table that I need to be. But then I have the team around me that's supporting me and doing everything else. That's really not, not where I should be focused or what I should be doing. Um, so like letting go of the little things, not micromanaging everybody, surrounding myself with like experts and people that are actually better at what they do than I am. Um, and then at home, like being focused on my children and not being on my phone and not being on my email and all of that when I'm with them, because they pick up on that. And I think it, I think being a working mom actually makes me a better mom because when I am with them, I'm focused and I appreciate them. And so um, many people have been they, saying that, that, that what? so many of, you know, my friends and people in the industry have been saying that, that working yeah. like, makes them a better mom, which I can. I also think it's so like, it, it's a good example for our kids, especially for my daughter. Like, of and sometimes she'll complain and she'll be like, can't you come to a hot lunch or come to, you know, um, you know, take us on this field trip or whatever. And yeah, I can make the time to do that sometimes, but it's not something I can do every day or every week. And I just talk to her like she's a person and I'm like, you know, you're going to appreciate this when you're older and you're going to understand. And I still, you know, I still pick you up a couple days a week and I'm taking you to school and I'm with her all weekend. You know, she's hardly lacking. Right. Right. It's hard though. I mean, in the ideal world, like disconnecting when you come home and not answering emails, you know, sounds perfect and amazing, but it's, it's hard. It's like an exercise you have to practice almost not to do it. And definitely, I mean, the 18 to 22 year old demo, I mean, I watch our interns and I'm with them all the time. They are so connected and wired and it burns you out. 
Totally. I mean, and I definitely am on my phone, but it's like when I'm, say I'm sitting there playing a game with them, like I turn my phone over, it's not, it's not facing up so I can see it beeping. And if I have to check emails, like it's after I put them to bed, right. it's just about balancing. And, and also I think just being on the phone all the time and that being the last thing you look at before you go to bed, it's, it's like too stimulating. I agree. I agree. And it seeps into your dreams. And I mean, I have a no phone in my bedroom policy because I mean, I want to talk to my fiancé before I go to bed and not look at Instagram. So uh, we talk a lot totally. about that a lot on College Vashinista where, you know, try keeping your phone in, not, in another room so that when you go to bed, like, you're you're not thinking about everything that you just saw on social. Um, yeah, but it's it, a good idea. It sounds like you have a really good balance. And, you know, balance, I feel like, is a practice. Like, you constantly are, are evolving that and figuring out what works. But it sounds like you totally. have it down. And how do you feel about having a fashion brand in L.A. versus New York City, where the industry tends to be? I love it, and it's kind of all I know. I definitely think when I was first starting, it was a challenge, and the fashion community in L.A. was not really existent. Um, now there's, like, a, a large group of us that all have pretty successful brands, you know, from, like, Elder Statesman to Jen Meyer to Co., um, there's a bunch of us and we all are friendly and support each other. And, um, and I think it kind of makes us different and stick out in, in our own way. I also think like, you know, I, I showed in New York for years, you can still have a presence in New York and, um, be a part of the fashion community without living there. I do think, um, I do think sometimes it's harder, you know, for like to stay, to stay as not to like be in people's faces as much and to stay as relevant, like with editors and stuff like that. But the truth is, is that I would choose the lifestyle in Los Angeles over the lifestyle in New York. It's a grind day. there. Like my, <laughs> and my friends that work in fashion, like one of my best friends works at a big brand and she's at work until like eight or nine at night and she has a two year old child. And like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to come home by like five or six. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm with you. I just don't think it has to be like that. doesn't mean you don't work hard, but I, I think that's like, it's just a different mentality. Yeah. And it, once again, it's like personality based. It's where do you fit more? You know, where do you, where do you kind of drive? And I, you know, I think some people are so New York and some people are so LA and, and outside of just those two cities, I mean, we see smart, talented students from all over the nation doing great things. So I feel like it's just about, you know, where you're going to be happiest. Because like you said, when you're happy, totally. like you produce good work. And like, that's just what you want to do in life. You want to be happy and like perform at what you're doing. Yeah. And I love visiting New York. You guys have way better food. It's super fun. Um, but energetically, it's too fast paced and too too much for me all the time it's like overstimulating yeah I get it I feel that way a lot here (laughs) where do you go for inspiration for your designs I mean every season is different but I'm definitely I usually inspiration for me usually starts when I'm relaxed and when I'm traveling um you know from landscape to nature um and then going back in history and looking at different like time periods or I mean fall 17 is inspired by female landscapers at the turn of the century and how they turned a hobby into a career. Um, the idea of like working, you know, in nature and working with the earth, um, that time, you know, that time in, in history was really, (laughs) 
just like something different and I don't know it's something that I that I love doing and I just loved you know imagery that I saw of how they were dressed and um so I mean it every season's different right but traveling traveling is kind of where it yep. stems from it just usually comes from like being being relaxed you know yeah no of course that makes complete sense um I you know I, I also love traveling, so I, I agree. I'm definitely calm when I'm traveling, and I feel like I can actually think creatively mm-hmm. than when I'm in an office. It's yeah. it's um so crazy how much Gen Z and our college students travel while they're in college. I mean, you know, besides from going abroad, they're always taking trips, and it's such a good thing. Like, if there's anything I would tell myself if I went back to being 18 is, like, just travel as much as possible because – Totally. Take advantage while you can. Yeah, I mean, definitely. So I'm with you. Well, you've done so much from 19 to where you're at now. What What can we expect next for you? Um, people always ask that, and I don't really know what to say. I just think um, I want to continue to brand, like build my lifestyle brand. I want um, I want to reach more people, um, and and I want I just want to tell my story, and I really believe. Like, my story is authentic. The reason I started the blog was for friends. And, like, it's it grew into something that then became, became a part of my brand. But it really, everything that's on there is stuff that I really believe in and that I'm writing and um, and that I use and that I eat. Um, I really believe in, like, I'm a Virgo. And I think all of the small details in life are important, um, you know, from, like, the table setting and the placemat and the napkins they're using to like what you're wearing to what you're eating and what you're putting in your body, what you're putting on your skin, what you're feeding your children, like all of it I think is, is super important. And there's so much out there now. It's just, it's a really special time. Um, and I just want, I want people to like, to embrace it and love it. Um, I hope to do like a, a book soon. Maybe I've had some opportunities to do that, but really just to continue what I'm doing, reach more people and, um, and hopefully open some more stores because I'm super passionate about building them, curating them, um, filling them and kind of showing, showing our customers like what the Jenny King world is all about. Yeah. And I mean, from your stores that I've been to, like, you definitely get the brand right away when you walk in and it's hard to get that same connection from, you know, just shopping online. So that's awesome that that's in the roadmap for you. Well, I'm excited yeah. to continue to watch you grow as I've been following you for so long. So I'm more than confident that, you know, the Jenny Kane brand will continue to be just such a dominant beast in the industry. So congrats to you on all your success so far. Thank you so much. And our last questions are just fun one-word answers. Um, the last person who texted you? Uh, my best friend, Jessica Droider, who's an amazing stylist. <laughs> Instagram or Snapchat? Definitely Instagram. I don't even know how to use Snapchat. I don't have it. <laughs> What's your favorite Instagram account to follow? Um, I would say Amanda Brooks. Um, I'd like to go live her life. Um, completely agree. I think she she did it right. She really did it right. Yeah, <laughs> Most, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. Most treasured possession. That's a hard one. I feel like I'm. This is crazy, but I still write all my appointments down. And my husband gave me a beautiful like Hermes calendar for our first anniversary. 
So I think I think that would be it. It's something I use every day and makes me happy and makes me think of him. How do you get reminders then about your appointments? Do you have to check <laughs> your book? That's crazy to me. Literally, I'm a dinosaur. I mean, <laughs> I, my office, you know, sends out all of the, I don't even know what you call them. Calendar invites. <laughs> Calendar invites. So for work stuff, like I do get the reminders, but for everything else, I just look at my book. Oh my God, I love that. I wish I did that. That's amazing. It's, You're it's an old good, soul. Like when there's crazy weeks, there's a lot of crossing out and then it starts to become a little, a little intense. That's amazing. That's funny. Who's your favorite musician? Oh, that's so hard, but I'm like a real 90s girl, so I would have to go with like Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. Okay, fair. And what's your favorite city? Um, I would say... I would say Los Angeles, and if I wanted to go travel to another, like, city city, Paris. Yeah. There's nothing not to love about But really, Paris. I just, like, want to live in the woods or, like, in the country with horses. And- Amanda, <laughs> you should take Amanda's life. I'm telling you. Go write your book. What? Somewhere- you should take Amanda's life and go write your book somewhere else. I know. Else. <laughs> I want to go do that in Santinez and have, like, a vineyard and olive oil and a garden and my horse. And- <laughs> that, that sounds that's, so that's amazing. My, like, 40s, 50s. That sounds so amazing. Well, thank you again for everything. It was so nice talking to you, and I'll have to see you next time I'm out in LA. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Jenny, for a great conversation, and to you, our listener, for tuning in. Be sure to leave us a comment about the episode. See ya.